start the live. Here we go. Hello, everybody. You are watching the Thoughts Count Anywhere podcast coming to you live from Power Play Sports in beautiful downtown Las Vegas. We are the masked thoughtsmen for the night, although we are missing one of our compatriots. My name under the mask is I'm the masked giant. Sitting next to me is the masked 49er. And undefeated sitting, undefeated 49er. Next to him, the Wolverine. The, ma <laughs> the masked Wolverine. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We are here to have some fun and share with you our thoughts and insights in the world of professional wrestling. You know, I feel like the they can't see my goatee. Otherwise, I would have felt like the Patriots seeing the goatee, too. Anyway. <laughs> did you say Patriots? Patriot. No, I did not say the Patriots. I said the Patriot. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Please make sure. Oh, I forgot. Our fourth partner is here, is he not? Where's he's here. Al he's Snow. Here. Al wait. Sn wait a minute. Al here Snow dropped us off a little present. There he is. There's Head, our version of Head. No, it's Johnny. It's Johnny. Johnny Eagle is here Johnny on the table. Eagle. Johnny is not here in person, but no, we haven't. We he's haven't. Here to stay quiet, though. He's here to stay quiet tonight. That's why we <laughs> put the mask on him. So uh, we all, I guess we all are here. The four masked thoughtsmen are here. I don't know how guys wear this mask. My chin is like in a chin strap in this thing. Anyway, I got the Giants represented. I want to thank our owner whenever he shows up. Scott here, he was kind enough to bring these in for us. This is pretty cool, actually. Always wanted to have a mask. Now I got one. Guys, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing today? Doing good, Mr. S Mr. Uh, Wolverine down there. How are you? I'm relaxed. Yeah. I just got back from a little trip of relaxation, spending time with my daughter uh -oh. and my wife. And uh, needless to say, we're uh, enjoying the time getting back into the swing of things and looking forward to tonight's show. Right on. And I know we got a lot to talk about. So, as always, we're going to start off tonight's show with a little segment that we like to call I Hear voices where well, we heard that Can before we hear this anywhere in these no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know these got my chin is so tight against my i'm gonna have a lock job by the time this night i don't know how they do this matter of fact you know what i think i'm gonna unmask yeah i don't yeah, we're on we're on, because we're i don't know fun. man ah. oh my goodness i don't know how wrestlers wear these the luchas i couldn't imagine doing a 60 minute match in this god thing. bless god, you guys god bless the luchas. oh my goodness oh hi there yeah, there is I'm an audience out there we are back yeah right Anyway. Wait, Johnny's still masked. Wait, Johnny, yeah, we got to keep Johnny yeah, masked. Johnny's Wait, do I see him? I, think, quiet, I was going to say, is that him right there? Wow. So I think oh, Johnny's Johnny. Johnny. No, Johnny, you're right here. Oh, he's in two places at once. Yes. I got to put my headset on so I know that we're actually on the air creating audio. But anyway, we want to thank everybody for watching tonight. And if you could, as always, please simply reshare our feed and let everybody uh, join in on the craziness that we do. Actually, we just kind of celebrated uh, Halloween a little early by wearing those things, didn't we? Something we did. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what we did. We did something there with those masks. A little more Dia de los Muertos. Who? The what? Dia de los Muertos, the Mexican Halloween Day of the Dead. Oh, is that what it is? Walking, walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> Disneyland had a whole setup for uh, Halloween like oh. that. And it was quite impressive. I did not know that. Yeah. So you just taught me something there, fellas. I thought you were just trying to say something like uh, important in, in that language. I, I had no idea what it is. In the meantime, I'm trying to bring up our page on my phone so I can chat with you folks in the chat room. I know we have some people out there. I do see Johnny's out there, and I have a funny feeling we're going to get some nasty messages uh, from him in the chat room at any time. But that's okay. We're having a little fun at his expense. Unfortunately, he could not be with us uh, today, uh, at least in full spirit. We do have him here in mask yep. uh, as he is taking care of some personal business. So you get the three of us. It's good to be back with you guys. I've had to miss the last couple of shows, but I must say, fellas, you guys did very well in my absence holding down the fort, which I greatly appreciate. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very <laughs> much. And we're trying, just so people know, and they're watching the podcast, we're trying to clean up the backdrop. Uh, we're, yeah. We're temporarily uh, doing some things, but uh, it's going to be a bit bigger and better in the future. And uh, we're uh, making some strides to be the number one podcast on the West Coast. Absolutely. We are, our backdrop is currently under construction. Yes. Right? <laughs> Under construction. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's the key phrase. All right. Let's go back to he I Hear Voices. So. We have some things happening in the world. So, uh, Matt, why don't you start us off with some of the rumor mills out in the world of professional wrestling? Our title, I Hear Voices, kind of has a dual meaning, dual meaning yeah. to it because the main person causing rumors this week is the guy that hears voices in his head. They talk to him. They understand. And that is? Randy Orton. The man, the viper. With his cryptic Instagram putting a tweet or a Instagram out there with a elite sign 
taking a whole bunch of people that aren't too happy with WWE, kind of hinting that some people may be going to AEW soon. And what other kind of names did he throw out there? We put Luke Harper, Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, Riddick Moss, and Elias. Shane McMahon. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see him walk on the show. Hey, Dad, I just bought this for him. From you. Brian's listening out there or watching. Uh, how you doing, Brian? We'll see you this weekend. Who's Brian? He's one of my vendors. He does a okay. lot of the little pop creatures, I call them. Oh, okay. Uh, he comes in. By the way, we'll be all set up at the uh, Galleria Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the sports card toy and collectible show. Matt and I will both be there. So if you want to come down talk wrestling or talk about the podcast, give us some suggestions. Like I said, Matt and I will both be there all weekend. Come on down, talk to us. They're going to be there all weekend because they have nothing better to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much, right? Okay, so... Uh, what do you think about Orton's post? You think it's po- now? I don't know anything about his contract terms. I don't know when his contract runs out. It's interesting though that he spoke of the list of names, Matt, that you threw out there. To me, the ones that stand out the most is going to be Luke Harper and Elias. I haven't seen Elias on TV in a little bit. Is he injured? Last I heard, he has like an ankle injury. He does. Okay, so he has a little injury going on. But to me, Harper and Elias, I think, are the two major names that could, that surprise me. What do you guys think? I think that kind of surprised me, too, especially Elias. Luke Harper, it kind of makes sense because he's barely been on TV outside of this whole Eric Rowe and Luke Harper reuniting for the I don't know how many time now. Right. But, I, you know, I, uh, Scott, I mean, to me, Luke Harper has so much he could have delivered for WWE. And how he got put on the, the doo-doo list and, and got to this point surprises me. It does surprise you. He's got a lot of talent, uh, but you don't know what kind of a locker room guy he is. And that has a lot to do with uh, Vince McMahon. you got to be a locker room guy. Yeah. But know, Corbin's a great locker room guy. Right. A lot of us hate him, and, right. but he's playing his character. Uh, Elias uh, brings back a couple weeks ago when uh, I was in here talking about the picture of him and Jericho together. So yeah. does that solidify oh. that whole situation? Well, it'll be a wait and see. And Randy signed, I'm pretty sure, through at least April, if I'm not here. Okay. So that would, you know, there's some time there, but doesn't mean Vince isn't going to take him off camera. Right. Um, I'll look into the more research since his aunt does live here. His <laughs> father, Bob Wharton Sr., right. used to live here in town. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. how I do know the family. I remember seeing Randy before he signed with WWE right. uh, with Cowboy Bob at a sure. show. Uh, little Randy Orton, which, you know, he nudged me and said, Vince is going to sign my boy. And I looked over and, you know, he was a scrawny little, little kid right out of the Marine Corps. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, right. And then six, and look at him today, later, right? Yeah. I, you know what? I One thing about Randy Orton, and there are some guys in, in all of professional wrestling that are really, really put together. But to me, Randy Orton is is smartly put together. His thighs, just the, the strength in his quads, when you look at how big his legs yeah. are, and we're not, I mean, he's built them. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, I think he has the, 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 one of the best physical body structures in wrestling. I mean, I know we got Hammerstone and we got all the guys that look like they're carved out of marble. But there's something about Orton's body physique-wise that just makes him so strong. Well, the, the genetics there, you know, Bob Sr. and Bob Jr. were big guys, uh, mm-hmm. well, took care of their bodies, except, you know, Bob, Bob Jr.'s had that broken arm now for, I think, 30 years. Uh, <laughs> but, but Randy, but it also shows... You know, Randy has kept himself in shape, has a great physique, great body for wrestling. But how many times has he had surgery? He's right. been under the knife so many times. But that's just the wear and tear that these guys go through. So anybody out there that says it's fake, go away. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Him and his shoulder injuries. Yeah. Yeah, Awful. constantly. Absolutely constantly. And you, I have another thing here, uh, Matt, that you put on our run sheet tonight about Carlito. Yeah, that surprised me. Yeah, it kind of surprised me, too. I read some kind of interview with Savio Vega said he talked to Carlito, and Carlito told him WWE offered a job, and Savio Vega told him to take it and get as much money as he can. Really? Why wouldn't you? I mean, anybody striving in the wrestling industry, WWE is like the major leagues. Why would you play in AAA? I have no offense yeah. to AAA itself or the wrestling organization, but when we're referring to baseball, you have a single A, double A, triple A. You're striving to be in WWE. It's got the most money. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, WWE is always touting, like, all the ratings, how good the wrestlers are. But why are they going back to all these people that, like, years ago were champions? Like, well, that's a couple weeks ago was John Morrison signed. Now it's Carlito. Well, that's another thing. Morrison has kind of go, gone dark with all of that. I mean, no one's heard anything since all that broke when he was denying that he was signing. Well, so. I, I think Vince basically took that um, – 
input took umbrage. He, yeah, and said, <laughs> shut up. That's because, right. Because, you know, he could have been a great SmackDown uh, draft, surprise draft right. pick. Right. He could be, you know, a surprise in any of the Royal Rumble. Sure. Who knows? Maybe he shows up in Saudi. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Helps I'd out the. Helps out the fiend, maybe. You know, there's all possibilities. But if you keep saying that he's going to be there, or he keeps saying he's going to be there, everybody's looking out from the surprise impact is gone. True. And I said the word impact. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. Thirty nine lashes with a wet noodle. Yes. Um, <laughs> one thing, you know, whenever it's official that Morrison comes back into the ring, would you like to see him paired back up with the Miz for a title tag team title again? They were pretty cool together. Absolutely, I think I would. Uh, you know, the, but the problem is Morrison's character's grown so much. If you watch his indie scene, he used to, you know, be that odd man. You know, other than the video of him coming out the rock star, and you know, Miz's character's grown so much. I, they might clash. Interesting, know? interesting. But to have them kind of come back together with their new characterization may not, you know, or maybe feud, or feud. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Leaving, leaving Miz behind or whatever. Absolutely, I could see definitely a guilt trip kind of thing. It's funny. One thing we didn't have on the sheet, the Saudi Arabia uh, card is this week, is it not? That, uh, well, it's, or is uh, it next week? Next it's, week. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Okay, so we have one more week. We could discuss that card in a little more detail next week then. Okay. Um, so if you folks out there watching, which we appreciate, number one, please reshare our feed. If you have any more rumors out there that you'd like to throw out into the chat box, we'd love to hear it. Anything that you would like us to discuss or share our insight, we'd be more than happy to. So please put that in the box. I am monitoring it from my trusty phone. I'm looking at mine, too. We got Chris out there. Go Knights, go. Yep. Excellent. Excellent. We appreciate it. Um, invite your friends to watch. We And also go to our Thoughts Count Anywhere page and like us. Like us. We appreciate that, too. Okay. Uh, so let's let's move on. Of course, um, we're going to cover SmackDown and Raw kind of together. We realize tonight NXT and AEW is kind of going at it in the Wednesday night. Is it really a Wednesday night war here? I mean, you look at the numbers over the first couple of weeks. Yeah, AEW is still kind of keeping the numbers up on NXT, but both shows are tanking yes, week after absolutely. week after the week. Are, like you said, are there, but they're just dropping. I. Once again, I go back to that's the reason Vince goes back to the Hulk Hogan's and the Stone Cold's right. and, and the Goldberg's. You like them or not, they still – you walk down the street and you say Stone Cold Steve Austin or Rock, people know who they are. Absolutely. They don't know who necessarily – not knock uh, – Xavier Woods. Right. Well, and I think this is where if you, if you remember back in those days of the Attitude Era, and guys, your thoughts on this obviously, um, I think the wrestlers were more – open or the industry or at least wwe was allowing the wrestlers to become the draw we're now today and we've heard this we hear this a lot through the grapevine vince doesn't want anybody to be bigger than the wwe and i think possibly that may be why we don't have the hulk hogan-esque names that are out there more streamlined your thoughts matt i think that's pretty true because it seems like wwe so you have to say this. They give them scripts now, and except for about three people, I think don't. Yeah, there's only like scripts. a couple people that don't have scripts. But for the most part, all the bigger names, pretty much, you're gonna say this, you're gonna do this, you're gonna do that. Back in the day, it was get yourself over by whatever you have to do, but get these bullet points across. Right. I'll play devil's advocate. You know, I'll play the heel here. Um, <laughs> I agree to so much there, but then disagree because. I really think today's wrestlers that are breaking in aren't putting their time in to do proper interviews, to do a proper character. And also, I'm not really keen on Vince hiring a lot of backstage producers and that that have Hollywood movie experience where in the old days you had the JRs in the back, you had right. the JJ Dillons, the Pat Pattersons, mm -hmm. guys with huge amount of wrestling knowledge. I remember CAC one time where I'm sitting there with JR, JJ uh, Dillon, and Pat Patterson, and I looked at all three and I'm like, literally, I have, you know, a third each of Vince McMahon's brain power right here. <laughs> and, you know, you become the sponge, and I just sat there and listened to the stories. Well, I want to hang out with you at CAC this year. Well, there won't be a CAC. No, never mind. I this year? There, there will be a CAC. I got the problem. newsletter that says there's one. I'm still a lifetime member, but I will not be there. I will not be attending. But Talk on it. You know, for those who know me, know the, the story. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, Matt, you were talking, and so were you, Aaron, about, you know, the script being held back. Is it the fact that Vince's being the control freak 
Or is it the guy's really not putting in the time to be a character? And sort of like kids in uh, wrestling schools, they immediately want to do the high spot. Are they not putting in the time and learning the trait? Uh, that, that just it. And the psychology exactly. and all of that stuff. Do we, we don't have the Nick Bockwinkles anymore, or you know the Tully Blanchards, or the the guys that know the psychology. Sitting there and having dinner with Tully Blanchard, it's a whole new experience. <laughs> listening to his story with Dusty Rhodes, do you realize it was? Tully Blanchard that made Dusty the star he was. Dusty oh, wow. had all the backstage knowledge, <laughs> yeah. but most promoters, because of Dusty's size, would only let him do a five-minute match. It wasn't until Tully and him started their feud that they did Broadways for 60 minutes. Oh, and wow. that was like, holy crap, this guy who looks like the, the plumber's son is <laughs> actually a hell of a wrestler. And that's what springboarded him on the front end of the camera to be the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Oh, wow. So I'm just concerned with how we look at the whole thing with the characters and the Vince McMahon ego. It's either way. It's kind of can play it either way, really, True. but I think it's more of the Vince McMahon, like, pr I kind of think he's, like, holding people back, but he's not. Does he not trust them, though, like a CM Punk? I think after he's been burned so many times, I really doesn't think he trusts a lot of people. True. You know, you had the whole Medusa thing, dropping the trash can. Or the Ultimate Warrior, like, holding him up backstage. You know, like, he's like, give me 80 grand or I'm yeah. not going out there. Stuff like that. You can only do that to one person so many times. True. Like, so Vince McMahon is like yeah. this mythical figure of wrestling, but he is a human. True. Absolutely. So let me throw this into the mix, though. NXT, which rumors, uh, Triple H is pretty much running NXT. Yeah. Is that a fair oh, assessment, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, and I think we'd all agree that the characters in NXT seem to be much more polished and delivered, and even promos are delivered better mm -hmm. than the main roster in a lot of ways. Except for the Daniel Bryans, John Cena's, The Rocks, Steve Austin. I can't think of anybody else in the current roster that probably has no, con you know, doesn't have anybody's hands in their back saying their words. Bray Wyatt. Okay, right. Bray Wyatt has full control. Right. Thank you. Even Roman Reigns can't hold the candle unless he's yeah. talking about his own personal life exactly for that but you know you saw that with the whole john cena interview right. when they had they would oh, in, the in the ring back in the ring. oh yeah. my god he was stepping all over himself he my god what, what a shoot say. that yeah. was so my, my thought is though is that are we seeing both playing fields being played out right in front of us nxt are they being allowed to have own, their own control versus the main roster which primarily is controlled by creative are we seeing that disparity seeing it work better in nxt where the guys have less, have more freedom, perhaps, than the main roster. It's thoughts. Thoughts count anywhere. That's my thought. Yeah, the question is, is, are we seeing the difference in the two methodology happening right in front of us within the WWE world? Because we know in AEW, the they guys out there say whatever they want. They want. Well, so, I, I guess I go back to being the heel again, but I agree 100% with you. But is, but. <laughs> but is it the star? But is it the star? But dot dot dot. But is it the star power of WWE that has gone to their head, aka Sasha Banks? She, <laughs> she came in, cut a great interview, and worked the crowd. Was great when she was at NXT. Then she got all the money and all the stardom. And does it go to your head? And you forget well, where your roots look, are. Look who her cousin is. I think they start putting themselves on like autopilot and just going through the motions exactly. at some point. And stop caring about the industry well i think becky lynch kind of said it best this week in a tweet did you say or hear what she said Absolutely. she says I, i'm not able to to be the way i want to be in the ring but if you really want to see me have fun you better follow me on twitter or something along yeah. those lines where she has a lot more freedom so I to speak i saw a drew mcintyre interview too where he was like i don't care how many people i make mad in the locker room over this but it seems people don't care anymore they just sit and want to play best they want to go backstage and play video games and they don't want to put the work in, and it seems like people are just coasting. Well, if, if somebody's there controlling what they're doing, why would they want to put their best in? If, they're, if they know they're going to be told what to do, why do they really have to get better at their craft when they're being told within a box, this is how you need to perform? I, again, just a devil's advocate thought. Yeah, we're, we're, we're working both sides yeah. of the, the coin. Why don't we ask Johnny what he thinks? Yeah, Johnny, what do you say? 
Wait a little a quiet this week, bro. What's going on? And we got some other listeners out there. We got Eric. We got Elizabeth. We got Matthew. Thank you. And I'll see you all this weekend, I'm sure. Right. I, I don't know why my phone's not updating. Ne- neither is my chat room on my right, laptop. Do you have an apple over there? Do I what? An apple. No. Oh, I do. Okay. I, awesome. I'm li- no, I <laughs> Is it a sweet apple? Is it a uh, granny? going on my friends, too. Do you? I may have to because I, my Android, I mean, I'm, I'm stuck on uh, stuck. I see five people. Anyway. Um, okay. So. I mean, it's an interesting topic. And, and the question is, how is that translating to the ratings like what started this entire conversation? All right, let's talk about Australia. Some injury bug may have been bitten out there. Some, there were a couple of injured, one more serious than, the, than a couple others that I read. But why don't you talk about the one that comes to mind over in Australia and what that could mean for his partners? There was an incident in Sydney, Australia, where Xavier Woods hurt his Achilles heel, most likely is his Achilles tendon, which is usually like a five or six month recovery period. So we send the power of positivity to Xavier Woods because his New Day members are going to be a member short for a while. Well, you can work at Waffle House during that interview. (laughs) Oh, that's Waffle House, not pancakes. Sorry. You're going to see a lot more stuff from up, up, down, down, I'm guessing. So what do they do with the the tag team now? Is that going to mean Xavier and and, – not Xavier. I'm sorry, Big E and Kofi now. We're going to see them pretty much hanging as a tag. Where's Kofi now after losing in 15 seconds to Brock on the premiere of SmackDown? Where does that leave Kofi after his his run as champion, which really made a great – story socially <laughs> it should keep uh, he should stay in the main event picture but wait a minute i know why we'll we're see. not hearing johnny hold on a second Do, does he have a microphone over there no he doesn't all right here we go okay it's on no i guess not all right <laughs> al snow brought that over for us by the way anyway so yeah head, so i head, hope he does head, head. <laughs> i hope he does stay in the picture because his story this year was like when daniel bryant won the True. title that underdog mentality and after what six months he gets squashed in 15 seconds. I don't know if I I don't agree with how they had him lose to one F5 when it took multiple F5s in the past for Lesnar to beat guys. True. And it took one F5 to beat Kofi in 15 seconds to give up the title. I, I don't agree with that the way they, they ended that. They kind of do like all these like documentaries backstage now and kind of the reality era. I hope there's some kind of video out there. Of some producer walking up to Kofi and being like, hey, we're going over your match right now. You're going to run and jump on the Brock's shoulders, and that's it. I just wanted to see what the look on his face was. Yeah, and it's a shame that that's the way that they did I was so shocked when I read that. First of all, I was disgusted that they put the belt back on Lesnar again. Now, granted, uh, Fox, rumor has it, is that they wanted Lesnar to have the belt going into the launch. Okay? Uh, but I'm tired of the Brock scene. Personally, I'm tired of the Brock Every once in a while. Now, supposedly he's going to be a little more visible now that he supposedly is done with MMA. Is that right? He's supposed to be done? He retired from MMA? He's been done for since he's but came I'm, back to WWE. But he's made it well. That, he's been more public. That one Mark Hunt. Right. He's been more public about it. But yeah. I, So supposedly with that being off his plate, he may make more appearances in wrestling. But I, I'm over this Brock Beast thing that... We only see him once every three pay-per-views to defend his title. And I think that holds back the rest of the roster, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And what is it doing to viewership with him having being champion? Are we see, obviously, this, with SmackDown numbers declining every week, having him champ means nothing. Has meant nothing. Nothing true. at all. Very true. Right? So. I think, again, it diminishes the product when you're champion. Like, it makes it a little more special when the champ shows up, kind of like that. But people want to see the champion People want to see him defend it. Well, I think Friday was a bad night anyway because most families are doing family things, movies, um, going out to dinner, things of that nature. Yes, we have the DVR and we have the you know uh, replays and things like that on the uh, uh, networks, but I really think if they want that live number, they needed to pick another night. I don't see any reason they should have just picked Friday. That, to me, was like a death nail automatically. That's where shows go to die. Yeah. <laughs> you don't start off to die there. You, you know, it wasn't cheers. where you end up. You know, Tuesdays, Thursdays, yeah. because nothing was going on. The family had to sit in front of the TV. Well, NBC's Thursday night was like their, their prime yeah, night absolutely. for comedy, right? Yes. Thursday nights. Thursday night lineup was the key slot to be in. Okay. Um, let me see. What else we want to talk Why don't you guys pick a topic next that you want to talk about? Raw or SmackDown, whatever you want. 
But I want to talk about the edge cards in the, the video game. Okay. Matt filled me in on that, uh, me being a sports collectibles uh, business. Uh, I guess my understanding is those who bought uh, the video game of... Uh, it was like the SmackDown 20th anniversary yeah. version of the you, game? You got the card of Edge, and they were all supposed to be signed. Uh-oh. And none of them were signed because, obviously, there was a oops. But uh, Edge has come out. And, Matt, tell us what uh, Edge... I mean, a stand-up guy, it sounds like. Yeah, some guy tweeted at Edge and said, like, man, this sucks that a card didn't... My plaque didn't come signed. Edge actually responded and said... He, he was like, man, that sucks. I'm filming a movie currently for like the next month. But as soon as I get home, I'll set up a P.O. box and anybody whose plaque didn't get signed, you can send it to me and I'll sign them and send them all back to everybody. So that's a real stand up thing to do. Absolutely. Shows the character of one of the, the greatest uh, you know, singles and tag team wrestlers out there that still cares about the fans. Are we going to see Edge in a ring soon? He was cleared. I don't think so. I hope not. I don't think so. He's you too know, busy doing like movies and absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Just but to he, say you're clear. Why risk yourself? Come in and do the you know cameo spot now and then. But wrestling, I, I think it's behind him. I hope so. I, I hate. I mean, you know, Daniel Bryan put out a message a month or so ago that his his time in wrestling is kind of winding down because he wants to be a family man. Sure. You know, they're talking about having another baby, which I'm sure we'll see on uh, the Diva Show when it comes back. Um, so, you know, I, I, these guys with serious injuries, I, I'd be afraid to, I don't want to, like, speaking of serious injuries, I know I'm jumping ahead. We'll talk about the La Parca thing uh, in a little bit um, uh, in, on the indie route. But, uh, okay, let's talk about some other, I want to talk about SmackDown. I want to go SmackDown again for a second. Bailey, are we buying this heel turn? What's your thoughts on what she's doing as, as the new Bailey? When you saw her cutting up the Huggies, what did you think? I saw it live, and I couldn't figure out what she was doing for a second. Then I realized her hair was cut and she was actually getting rid of them and i was like oh you're finally doing something interesting okay how about how she how, did you see her on the miss spot this past week with yeah Sasha? i watched it what yeah. was your thoughts about how she handled being this new persona she's definitely trying to be a heel i've i've honestly never liked her from the get-go but <laughs> she's always been a heel to me really but now she's just annoying about it she's an annoying <laughs> heel right now i kind of like the new hairdo personally i like her music though her music's really cool okay I was never impressed with Bailey in the first place. Um, if she was, she had that uh, little schoolgirl, you know, mm -hmm. image and things like that. And the the smaller kids, they got to think about, you know, that aftermarket, the t-shirts, right. the hats. I think she was better off being a face and mm -hmm. being the the huggy character for the little kids, sort of like the John Cena with you know, and Hulk Hogan eat your vitamins right. type. Yeah. Thing. Right. They don't have that now. I'm not saying that the attitude area, but they're gonna try something. But I don't think it was the whole Turner heel was a good idea. I don't think she has a persona for that, at least long term. There's no like actual like lovable kids like no. women wrestler anymore and they got to think about that for the next generation mm -hmm. yeah and the script writers who are hollywood want it all now they don't understand the wrestling business they need to go back to the the drawing board in my opinion and, and rethink some of these characters and swapping them back and forth back and forth doesn't work flair could do it a few choice people could do it changing their gimmick heel face heel face nobody can follow it it's sort of like why i stopped watching baseball too many trades. You're not with the same team. See ya. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wanted to mention this when we were talking about Orton before. There was talk that they're going to make him a baby face again. I think he's a better heel than oh, he is a face. he's an absolute better heel. He's yeah. a way better heel than Absolutely. he is a baby face. So is Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Right? Would you agree to that? Oh, so, yeah. Like, Cena would have never, could have, they could have never survived. They could have never survived. <laughs> oh, I thought you were putting it over the eagle. <laughs> There you go. Maybe, maybe. There oh, you yeah. go. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't think it would have survived without that change. Uh, Cena would have never, ever been a – the company would never survive with Cena becoming a heel. Oh, he did too much stuff for kids. Yeah, exactly. He was still, he's still the number one Make-A-Wish grantor in all of Make-A-Wish history. history. Not just not just WWE. Like, a lot of people hated his wrestling character, but, like, you have to respect the man that John Cena Absolutely. is. Absolutely. What's yeah. the old saying? If you don't like the game – if you don't like the – player don't like the game at least respect the player whatever that saying goes uh <laughs> never mind. don't hate the player hate the game there you go that's <laughs> the one okay let's go to i want to jump back to raw for a storyline that i think is totally stupid totally ludicrous and i don't get it lana lashley and rusev 
many times are we going to li- uh, relive the failed marriage, boyfriend, girlfriend thing? I mean, it's like every five years. But why? And yeah, exactly. I mean, first of all, Rusev is such a great performer. He does not deserve to be put in this kind of storyline on this low of the card. The guy was a brute. Alexander Rusev, when he first came up from NXT, he destroyed everything. Took care of John Cena to win his first title, and they'd open to, I mean, the guy's a brute. Now he, I, his high, you know, maybe this is a punishment for what he did with Rusev Day, because Vince was not happy with that, that he no. got himself over with that. But you, you got to understand, maybe it's the guys, once again, in the back. Maybe it's the Vince or, or the script writers that sit there and go, oh, he's getting cheered. Let's make him a baby face. Not all fan, fans love heels also. Ric Flair was a perfect heel for years. You know, and, and Tully Blanchard, they love the Four Horsemen. The Road Warriors were great heels. And just because you're getting over as with the fans and getting the applause and selling t-shirts doesn't mean you have to change their character to babyface. True. Was, was Stone Cold Steve Austin ever clearly a heel or babyface in his run during the Attitude Era? Absolutely. You are 100% correct. He was an outright heel that the fans loved, and they bought it lock, stock. And they love the heel they as loved, a face. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, he did everything you weren't supposed to do. But right. And we all wanted ate. to do to our bosses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it, it's just it's just kind of interesting. I, I, I want to talk about the uh, – I'm sorry, I'm going I'm jumping all over the place, so, so bear with me. Okay, Johnny. N- Nikki, yeah, right. Nikki, hey, I'm just throwing the questions out there. Nikki Cross winning that six-woman match to become the number one contender. I, I don't see Nikki Cross being – I don't believe Nikki Cross should have been a number – should be the number one contender at this time. I don't – like her style, I don't think she, even though she may lose, I just don't get why she would be the winner of that to be the number one contender. Your thoughts? Kind of didn't make sense to me either, but she's coming off the tag team title run with Alexa Bliss. I kind of figured Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville were going to win that one. It's I, Mandy, I was thinking the same thing. There's been such, t- now, that Man, now that Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are on the Diva show and all of that stuff, especially uh, Man, um Sonya Deville being featured on that yeah. show. Um, Nikki Cross does nothing for me in a feud with, with Bailey for that title. It means nothing to me. I would have rather seen Dana Brooke finally get an opportunity because she has changed. She's trying to be more aggressive. She's trying to get better. Physically, she looks better. Okay, I would rather see Dana Brooke get an opportunity than Nikki Cross. Yes, she was with Alexa Bliss, but let's face it. Who did, really, who did people really care about in that tag title? Wasn't Cross. Right. Alexa. Right. <laughs> and, and I honestly think that the Nikki Cross thing will be a, we'll call it, you know, a crossroads in the sense of I think Alexa is going to have something to do with this and maybe come in as a spoiler. I, I guess maybe. Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I don't see the whole Nikki Cross and Bailey thing working. At, I mean, you got Charlotte who's going to win, you know, 16 titles. We all know that. <laughs> um, 17 probably. Uh, or stay like Cena at 16. Uh, mythically, but Nikki does nothing for me. Um, Alexa's the drawing card, and she's on SmackDown. Why was she not in that match? I don't still don't understand that one. Well, she's still fighting off some of the concussion injuries that she's had over the last years, and yeah. you know, with all the high spots that the uh, performers are doing, both male and female, mm-hmm. it's taking tolls on their body tremendously. They're, they're lifespan is like a running back in the nfl right on it's true. very short where you had the nick bockwinkles the rick flares the tully blanchards you know the pat patterson's the you know i could run forever those guys had 20 30 year careers now it's five years and you're pretty much you know neck surgery back surgery and limping your the rest of your life yeah. not to say those guys didn't but they had longer careers because the fans aren't asking them to do the fans are asking them to do more and honestly with the whole Hell in a Cell, um, my family, I sat them down and I let them watch the Undertaker and Foley match or Mankind match where Foley went off the top of the steel mm-hmm. cage, which is the first time in my wrestling fandom or whatever you want to call it, where I said, O-F. <laughs> because, you know, honestly, you, no one expected that. No, and not at all. that high spot there pushed everything. To a whole nother level. Yeah. What can you do more? And that's what, unfortunately, the talent today is being asked to do. Thus, their careers are getting shorter. Alexa, I mean, 
her her days are numbered because of the back injuries. You know, we talked about Edge. Edge could have wrestled another ten years, but you know, the back injury and neck injury took up with him. Yeah, it, it's constant. Look how many surgeries. You know, it just. It's like Sheamus is the next victim of that. He has the same thing that Absolutely. Edge had. Edge. Now he's on borrowed time for sure. He hasn't been on TV in quite a while now. And that's unfortunate because I think one of the best tag teams that were ever put together supposedly accidentally was Sheamus and Cesaro. And that's another guy, Cesaro. Here's a guy that should have gotten a singles push years ago, and I don't understand why he never got that push the guy, pound for pound, is one of the strongest SOBs. When you see what he does with the swing yep. and the power moves, how he never was able or offered the opportunity to take that next step is beyond me. I don't get it either. He's like one of those guys that are like lost in the shuffle. And that's kind of where I put Rusev at this point. It, it, the mid-carter that's not getting the push that deserves it. Is it the character building? Is there something in the back? It's hard to say. If anybody else out there has any input or has any questions, feel free to text them in. Uh, send emails to the, the Facebook page. Hey, Chief is out there now. No, I've never forgotten J.J. Dillon. Um, but needless <laughs> to say, you know, if you, if you guys have some input or, you know, your own thoughts, please share them. Share them on your page. We'll look at them. We'll talk about them. We want to hear everybody's thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. We want everybody's thoughts because they count anywhere. See what I did there, guys? Absolutely. Okay. I am a professional. Do not try this at home. <laughs> anyway, you are watching Thoughts Count Anywhere, where we come to you live every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, right here from the beautiful PowerPlay Sports and Memory Collectible Store, right here in the Boulevard Mall in the heart of Las Vegas. And we want to thank Mr. Scott on the far, my far left, your right as you're looking on the screen for allowing us to do our thing here. Of course, in exchange to do that, he has to be on the mic, so I guess we really had no choice. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so come on down. We're here every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. We'd love you to be part of our live audience because Scott was kind enough to put together some giveaways for our guests that show up and come be part of our audience. It's like a grab bag envelope of signed uh, autographed wrestling pictures. Uh, come down and take advantage of the great specials and deals and signings. You guys have some events coming up, Scott, yeah? Absolutely. First of all, once again, we will be at the Galleria Mall this weekend. The other store I have is over at that location with a sports card, uh, toy, and collectible show. There'll be wrestling pops, wrestling action figures, autograph stuff. But if you're not a wrestling fan and you're a football Golden Knights fan. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm sitting right across from, from a lot of your Golden Knights Actually, this whole front display and a little Raiders on the end of the Raiders stuff can fall off as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But all night stuff here is great stuff. You have I, here. I love the nights uh, season ticket holder with Chris and uh, oh. a few other guys. And uh, needless to say, I'm originally a Red Wings fan. Uh -oh. I was born in Detroit. Yeah. But, you know, I still root for the, the Wings. But, you know, being uh, Vegas, quote unquote, born or lived here for 45 years now, I got to get handed to the Knights and they have uh, really moved forward in uh, my sales here and for the wrestling fans on november 2nd uh i have told matt he can sit next to her um <laughs> I, I, I will be going golfing with dad but uh i've got wwe hall of famer tully blanchard and his lovely daughter probably the best in my opinion female wrestler out there today November 2nd here at the Boulevard Mall. Both of them will be doing a meet and greet. We got tickets on sale on the website here at the store. Uh, come down the day of. We'll take care of you. Time? 12 to 2. They'll be here for two hours taking pictures. You can get a picture with Tessa and Tully together. This will be, my understanding, the first time they're doing an actual scheduled signing together. Nice. And unfortunately on November 2nd for me, which I wish I could be here for, from 12 to 2 that exact time, Twin Brothers from Different Mothers, my other podcast, will be celebrating one year on the air together. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you very much. And the reason I wanted to bring that up is because PowerPlay Sports, we're, we're going to be giving away some stuff as part of our celebration uh, down at Portnoy Gallery, 1537 West Oakey, starting it from 12 to 2. It's a special two-hour show. But courtesy of the store here, PowerPlay Sports has donated not one, but two autograph-signed Knights hockey pucks. Reeves and who's the other one? Braden McNabb. Braden McNabb. And... Two $25 gift certificates to come into the store to use. So thank you, PowerPlay Sports, for supporting Twin Brothers. So come on down. If you're not a, rest a huge wrestling fan and you don't want to come this way, then we'll support PowerPlay Sports 
um, by having those items available at our show as well. We have some other giveaways. We're going to have some food hopefully catered. Uh, even if it's me just buying a couple of Big Macs or something, we'll have some food there. <laughs> pancakes. Panca- yeah, we'll have pancakes. Yes, we'll, we'll have Matt down uh, when he's not prepping for tel- uh, uh, Tessa. He'll bring some. But anyway, so if you can do that, <laughs> that would be good. He'll be stuttering also. I know. He'll be stuttering as well. Hopefully, you'll get an interview, which you'll be able to hear that uh, at a future uh, TCA show. So anyway, so we are here every Wednesday night. You can catch us on what sites for podcasts, Mr. Matt? They're we are growing. On Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and SoundCloud, <laughs> and we're also putting the YouTube, the videos on YouTube. Right on. So not only can you catch the past shows right here on our Facebook page for Thoughts Count Anywhere, but if you'd rather watch on YouTube, listen to the man. We're going to have a YouTube channel under the same name, I presume? Yeah, it's under Thoughts Count Anywhere. Every previous show is already on there. All right. Oh, you see, we already uploaded it. Yeah. Oh, so we need subscribers there. Share that link on our page. I didn't know it was already up and running. Perfect. So there'll be another avenue for people to catch us. So there's no excuse to not be able to stay in tune with what we're doing here at Thoughts Count Anywhere each and every week right here on Facebook Live, courtesy of PowerPlay Sports. Okay, uh, let's dive out of the WWE report. Oh, what just happened here? Okay, it looks like the Wi-Fi is messing with us again. So we're going to end up finishing that video only to start another one. So that's all right, folks. We're going to be right back here in one second while I restart the video. Can our listeners actually hear us still? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's still audio recording. Yeah, the, okay. well, the audio is recording, but I don't think they'll hear us until. Oh, there we go. But I can't do Facebook. Go live. So we're going to go live <laughs> Where's again. Where's my daughter when I need her? Exactly. So, hey, welcome back. Sorry we had a little hiccup there with the video. So we're back now on the air with the visual as well. Okay. So let's talk about some of these other things in the. I mentioned it about. You guys were talking about injuries, and I kind of alluded to it. La Parca, not the original one, by the way. This is the new La Parca. Uh, talk about what happened at a AAA show. Pretty scary stuff. From what I saw in the video, he tried to do a dive from a second rope outside of the ring, and one of his like ankles caught the rope, and he dove headfirst right into the guardrail. Not yes, good. Steel railing and skin does not always make for a good show. <laughs> no. Not at all. Not and at all. There, there right. was no movement. There was a comp- I saw the video, too. No movement whatsoever. Uh, they, you know, ended the match immediately, called for uh, EMTs, had them come out. And uh, unfortunately, he had to go right into surgery. Um, hopefully, and God, you know, God willing, everything turns out for him and his family. Absolutely. Definitely I mean, prayers with LaParca. So it, when you see the referee, if you're ever at a live event and you see them throw the what we call the X sign like this, that's when you know that there's no more faking or anything going on. So again, something what Scott said at the top with these injuries, when you witness that, is wrestling really fake? These guys and gals are putting their lives and their livelihood and their bodies on the line, which then hurts their families and everything else. But when you hear a broken neck, that's not good. That's not good. Not at all. So, okay, what else is on the indies you guys want to cover? You guys want to talk about Bound for Glory? You want to talk about it? Well, the only thing really about impact is what? Tessa Tessa Russell? Tessa Blanchard. Right, so. Well, Impact is, uh, I think, uh, going back to their history of TNA. Okay. And they want to, uh, they put an offer out to the Young Bucks to come back as Generation Me. And uh, I honestly think there's nothing in it at all for AEW to do this. Uh, This is maybe a a life raft, a a anchor, I don't know what, just to save Impact or, or. kill it completely um the only thing that anybody cares about on impact is tessa she's holding the company uh the other people in impact taya's doing great that's john uh, John morrison's wife she is the women's champion but people tune in for tessa and the other person um that left the company well he's still with the company but maybe out of the company who knows um killer cross god willing hopefully you uh land somewhere good wwe uh Uh, or AEW, um, but needless to say, uh, there, what benefit would be, in your opinion, Matt? I mean, I'm always the heel here. You be the face. What benefit is it for? There is no benefit. There's no benefit for AEW to help Impact at all. Is even like when the Bucks were in TNA, they were in irrelevant. They were irrelevant. Yeah. To actually do a TNA like. Reunion thing? How are you going to do that without Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Kurt Angle? Yeah, and you know Vince ain't letting those guys go. Because Vince ain't ever, ever going to go for that. He is never going to send AJ Styles anywhere for any reason. Unless 
it comes with the video library that he can take <laughs> with, with him to put on the WWE Network. I so. did see a pretty interesting thing about uh, AJ Styles. It was even on WWE's Instagram. Since he's been in WWE, he has held a championship for 51% of his whole run in WWE. That's impressive. It shows he's a company. He has been some form of champion guy, yeah. over half of his career in WWE. And we've got uh, Justin out there. Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Justin. I'm glad you you mentioned him. Justin. I see all the time at BVW events, and and uh, he's he's a great follower of wrestling. He follows us here. He's a fan of our show. Uh, he follows me on uh, uh, Twin Brothers. He's a great guy. I met his son this past week at the BVW event. And uh, Justin, I want to just thank you for being part of our world here in the podcast world and following following us and checking in. And he asked me, he asked me, he puts out here. He says, "How's the what's up, Powerlifter?" Well, uh, he actually he actually knows about my surgery. And yesterday, I graduated myself up to a twenty pound dumbbell oh. for exercise. I went from ten to twenty. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> How'd that work out for you? When the feeling comes back into my arm, I'll let you know. No, I'm only kidding. No, it feels fine. I actually did row machine too. I did the motion good just to test it. No, 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 but it was fine. So I'm, I'm oh, targeting Thanksgiving to get back into CrossFit. I hey, hope nice. to God. Justin did put out there Joey Ryan. Yeah, yeah. What did you mean by that, Justin? Yeah. What, what were you referring to? Uh, Joey draws, but I am the worst Joey Ryan fan ever. Is that the guy that uses his uh, 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 personal parts? Yeah, he's the personal part. He, he drives guy. a big truck somewhere because he's got nothing. Uh, never <laughs> but yeah, they, he is, and to me, that's a gimmick uh, and not a good one for the wrestling industry. Um, Joey's a great guy, um, you know, outside the ring. It's how he makes his living. God bless him. But personally, I, yeah, no. It's like one of those things that are funny to see once, and then it's just stupid. Yeah, then the gag is over, right? Yeah. Um, your guy, oh, Joey Ryan that he signed with Impact. Thank you, uh, thank you, Justin, for clarifying. He has TDS. What is TDS? What is TDS, yeah. Justin? Um, your guy, Thomas Glenn. Mention, asked that's how much? Chief, yeah. Okay, how much longer is Tessa even there? I don't know what that means. Uh, is that an impact? Is that what he's yeah, asking? Yeah, that's the contract. And uh, most of the people that have any pull in impact, we'll call it Taya and Tessa. My understanding is the end of the year. Oh, Merry Christmas! Ah, what do you, you want to see wrapped under your tree this year? WWE or AEW? Dare I ask? Okay, I, I think Tessa going to WWE would ultimately be the, be the best because you could put the horse women together for real. Yeah, I that mean, would be awesome. From a marketing standpoint, it certainly does. By the way, Justin responded to what uh, TDS is, and I'll just let you guys read it. In the chat room, I will. Not, I do not want to share that he wrote Tiny D Syndrome. You can but fill you in did. the D. I did? Yeah, you did. That came out of my mouth loud? Yes. I meant to keep it in my head. Okay. Oh, well. Thoughts count Oops. anywhere. Thoughts count anywhere. <laughs> in my head and everything. And sometimes they slip out, which is what gets me in trouble. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, anything can happen. But, I mean, from, from a marketing standpoint, what's best for business, obviously, to get Tessa into the WWE and have that happen again would be tremendous. Okay. We're, listen, guys, we only got about 15 minutes left. So what else you guys want to touch on before we get into some of our pop culture? By the way, I'll plug, while you think about that, I want to plug BVW. I had a great card this past uh, weekend. New tag team titles. Uh, exceptional and tenacious. They have the titles back as Fresco and De Niro lost. Uh, the number one contender for Kevin Duckett's to face is going to be Funny Bone. Um, Frank the Tank's next opponent, well, to be determined. So a lot of great cards. Taco Fest, November 2nd and 3rd up at the Craig's Ranch Park. That's where things will be happening both November 2nd and 3rd. So keep an eye out on Facebook for that. And also there's something on here about Nightmare of, of a Fremont Street. Why don't you yeah, guys talk about FSW that? FSW show. They're doing a show at the Neonopolis at Fremont Street. The main event is Bateman versus Killer Cross in a casket match. Oh, my goodness. Kind of looking forward to seeing that one. Absolutely. <sighs> but it is yeah, on a Wednesday night. Kind but it's <laughs> late, though. It's late, though, isn't it? It's after us. It's like 10 o'clock. Yeah, I think it starts at like 8. So as soon as we're done here, I'm... Well, how's, it, how's this for a stupid suggestion from the oldest one of the oldest guys on this panel? If we know somebody putting the show on, why should we not do a pre-show podcast from 7 to 8 from location? Just putting it out there. Have one of the businesses or people over there sponsor our time there. Yeah. I don't know. Who's, is this a Fremont yeah, uh, down Fremont, in Neonopolis? Right? Yeah. yeah, it's at the Neonopolis. Well, weren't we just talking about a particular um, business that's over there that is very much into wrestling? That yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm just saying. We're going to talk to a certain person at a certain place. There you go. Our people will Names talk will to you. Names will be mentioned when cash comes in. <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> I, I and feel, Lincoln. I feel real nerdy right now. That's right. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, all right. But no, uh, yeah. Give uh, BVW and FSW. They got good cards coming up for yep. the local indie guys. Um, Funny Bone, obviously, uh, near and dear to my heart. That guy, um, you watch him in the ring. He is, the, first of all, I've never seen crowds really react to a performer like they do with him. His his in-ring style is tremendous. Absolutely. Dead man and him in a match someday, that would be crazy. Could you imagine that? The Undertaker and Funny Bone together with their back with their demon-esque oh, style? Well, how about him and Finn Balor? Oh, yeah, as the fiend. Yes. Fiend. And then throw in the fiend. Yeah, why not? Why not? Throw them all creepy you know, in there. But uh, Bone has definitely put in his years of experience. Yeah. He's great with the kids. Great uh, training the kids. Mm -hmm. uh, good with the fans, no matter what. Uh, last few years, he's been doing uh, trick-or-treat uh, at my other store at the Galleria Mall. Uh, you know, signing autographs, handing out candy, which scared the you-know-what out of some kids. Uh, but he's been having a blast with his family. And I asked him this year. He is going to enjoy his time with his family. So he right will not on. be doing trick-or-treat with me, but... You know what? I wish him the best, and he deserves the time because he's on the road quite a bit. With, you know, he is one the, busy guy. And yeah, definitely, I was going to uh, what Thomas said, Chief, um, near and dear to my heart. My wrestling dad, uh, Nick Bockwinkle, uh, trained Funny Bone, and uh, God rest his soul, um, taught him the right way to do things. Justin put in there that Funny Bone reminds him a little bit of the Demon Balor, which is kind of not a bad comparison, I in a way. Well, there was some issues there. Um, oh, was there? Yeah, there was. Seriously? There I didn't know gimmick. that. Um, for Funny Bone or for Balor? For the fact that uh, Balor actually... Does some stuff that are similar. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So we'll leave it up to Bone okay. if he ever comes yeah, in. Uh, absolutely. To talk about it if he'd like, but uh, best wishes to the family. Enjoy your Halloween. And Thomas is behind us doing a podcast in the Annapolis. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what his role in, is would be in that, but he likes the idea. Absolutely. So... Anyway, okay. See what we can make happen. All right, so we have about seven minutes left. Is there anything in particular on the wrestling part of tonight's show we want to address before we totally change gears and talk I, about I'm kind of anything. curious if anybody's really interested in the Strowman and Tyson Fury match. No. Okay, I, me neither. I have no Neither interest. am I about Cain Velasquez and, and Lesnar, to yeah. be honest with you. And I think that's why they actually pulled um, uh, Seth Rollins out of the team and put him versus Fiend because I think they realized, yeah, you know, two major teams going at it, okay, kind of good, you know, Fury, okay. We we need a good match. And yeah, we need something people, to people tune in that'll on. That'll listen, you know, and watch. But so. supposedly the, the Kings or whatever they are out in Saudi Arabia, they're the ones that tell Vince what they want at these shows. For the amount they're paying the WWE, they're dictating who they want there. Absolutely. They booked the show. Yeah, yeah they right? booked the show. I mean, that's why, you know, Taker came back. That's why Goldberg came back for right. those shows. Which but, are forgettable. Yeah, absolutely they're like forgettable. But I think that's why Vince realized he's got to get some at least some viewership over here to keep it right. relevant. Right. So I think he just kind of massaged it a little bit this time. And I am, yeah. not, I am not impressed with Team Hogan. To be honest with you, I'm not impressed with either team. To be honest with you, Shorty Gable couldn't they have done something better with him? Shorty Gable, now I mean, it's come Shorty on. G. Well, now it's Shorty G, even it's worse, even shorter. Okay, <laughs> um, but I agree with you. I, I I don't care about Strowman and Fury. I don't care, but I don't care about Velasquez and and uh, Lesnar either. So the only thing I wanted to touch on did you guys see that Bleacher Report about about they said the, they listed the top seven people that are best on the mic in AEW. Oh, in yes. WWE. Yes, let's talk about that before. That's like the facepalm motion. That was like my facepalm like, <laughs> face moment of the week. So, How was Brock Lesnar on this list? I'm so glad you – and I, I thought when you sent that out, I thought it was a typo because I didn't see the original I thought article. It, when I saw Lesnar, I thought it was the worst on the mic. There's a reason why <laughs> Paul Heyman's there. He, he's my got a little girl voice, too many steroids. I'm just putting it out there. So why don't you go – why don't you share the, the top seven you have with the listeners? On this actual list, they have number seven, Brock Lesnar, number six, John Moxley, number five, Daniel Bryan, number four, Kevin Owens, number three, Samoa Joe, number two, The Miz, and Jericho is number one. Well, I can see number one and number two. Yeah, definitely. But the rest of them, were, what? if only Walt Disney had their imagination. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, th I, think I don't see any of those guys. You don't think relevant. Daniel Bryan should be a little bit higher? I like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan should be on that list. He well, should be on the okay. list. Okay, I mean, I, I'm not always right, but I'm. 
Kevin uh, Owens, when he gets rolling and he does a, sh- a shoot promo of Sarts, he's terrific. The, the stuff he did with Shane, yes. I thought it was terrific. But was Bray Wyatt not on this list? That's a great question. Because does he really, as the fiend, does he really do anything on the mic? No. Not really, but when he was Bray Wyatt, like actual Bray Wyatt. Before. Yeah. You can't count him as the Firefly Funhouse True. guy. He's not really promoing there. So yeah. I don't, if they looked at all of the guys on the mic. But let me ask you this question. Just the guys. Yeah. Th- Was this, there anybody after this? It's a good question. Yeah. They just said anybody in WWE and AEW. So. Becky, I today? think she should be on Becky's that list. Becky's on the list. You, Alexa? Today? Alexa should be on that list. For multiple reasons. Yeah. Okay. Moment of bliss. <laughs> um, no, but are these wrestlers of today? Yeah, it just said currently in WWE okay. and okay. AEW. I want to talk one day about the... Mount Rushmore of mic workers Absolutely. from the past. Yes. That should be a great topic of debate, over you know discussion. Yeah. So let's let's make a mental note of that so that we can remember what we talked about. People <laughs> it, give us input on that one. I'm sure you you have on we we pulled up that what ha, you know we talked about Jake Atlas. He's because he's the first openly gay wrestler in the company, and you noted on there Pat Patterson. I don't know if he was as open when he performed. You're right in the days. It. Certainly Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville sure is. Yeah. How about Darren Young? Do yeah, we forget about was, Darren Young yeah. with Titus O'Neil? I mean, he may not be performing in the WWE right now, but he was part of it. Absolutely. And to my knowledge, he came out before Sonya, yeah. certainly. Chris and, Canyon. You know, there's a lot of guys. So I don't know why well, they're touting him as the first openly gay. I think because of social media today and the, the new movements and things like that, um, Vince had to say something and get it out there to create uh, controversy. Um, you know, just like he says, the first ever women's tag team champion. They had women's tag team champions years ago. Right. Yeah. You know, it, so wrestling, there's no real history. You can change it. That's true. You can, you can make the history books and the record books read anything that you want. But uh, Changes weekly. And, and I think part of it is maybe that they looked at him as the first ever because he's coming out gay from the start. Correct. These other people came out later on. True. Okay, a couple of pop culture topics to wrap up the show. So, why don't you guys pick one off the list? Leave leave the last one for me. I want that one since I put it on. Not the one that I talked I about want pre-meeting. The one since I'm a huge Star Wars Then go fan. for it. You take Star Wars. First of all, the trailer, the third trailer, the end trailer, it's out. Uh, it brought tears to my eyes. Yes, I'll geek out there, or nerd. And The Wolverine you, cried? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, come uh, week before Christmas, I know where I'm going to be. Here at the Boulevard Mall at the Galaxy <laughs> Movie Theaters, right? The only 75-foot digital screen in America. That's all? I'll be joining you because that, that theater is epic. You gotta if you have not seen a seventy-five foot screen, which nobody has, come to the Boulevard Mall Theater Number Two. Think seven of these <laughs> <laughs> and iron, but Matt, little cleaner. Unwrinkled. Matt unwrinkled. And the family, yeah, Matt and the family went with me to see Avengers. There, we all walked in for the first time to see that screen and went. Holy shit! Um, and I can say that on a podcast. Yes, you can. But you, the trailer itself. Hopefully, J.J. Abrams brings it back to the Star Wars epic. Prominent. Prominence. Yeah, because, you know, I happen to uh, see Darth Vader. Uh, I'm waving some folks in. Yes, I'm not, way. like, making air. Yes. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. I, I went to uh, Disney. How you guys doing? And did the Star Wars Galaxy and basically saw Darth Vader there. And they told me, ask him anything you want. Most people ask general questions of, you know, is the force with me? My question to him was, why did Ryan Johnson ruin the last episode? <laughs> and he literally just shook his head and walked away. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going off script here. Okay, off script. Because we have two individuals yes. that just came in the store, and we just got out of the bag that you're a WWE fan. Yeah. Big, who's your favorite? Come on around. I'm gonna Because people think I'm talking to nobody when I do this. I am talking to somebody. <laughs> Just watch the wire there. And come she on. can go out and film the, the, the monitor. Yeah, go ahead up to the monitor. So Absolutely. why don't you, you come around? Long, but hey, we're just hey. following WWE. It's our it's our <laughs> show. Come on around. No, come on up. She come on around the table. There, what's on the internet? Might, yeah, we got wires all over the place, so you can duck under that if you would. There we go. So and if come any on. Customer comes down here. They're more than welcome. Come on in between us. Yeah. Come on over here this way. There <laughs> you are. Now, now that's right. Okay. So thank you for stopping. What is your name? Raul. Who's your favorite wrestler? Um, Roman Reigns. Today, how about in the past? How long have you been following wrestling? Oh, maybe almost 30 years now. Who was the first wrestler that you watched and said, wow, this is pretty cool? Oh, it was Macho Man. Macho Man. We, oh, I, yeah. oh, yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim. Better you than me. <laughs> so, we're so, we're going to give you a Slim Jim later. We're gonna, <laughs> maybe a little harder because it may not be uh, fresh. But yes. anyway, so uh, what shows do you like to watch today? 
uh, if there is anyone like you know um, between uh, Roman Reigns and any other opponent, I would love. So Roman Reigns against anybody. A against anybody. Roman against Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hulk Hogan! No, it's oh, too old now. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Roman against the Fiend. Yes. You you would take him. He right. would take him. Right. Okay. How about uh, Roman and um, Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins. Roman Seth Rollins. Yeah, that could be a good match too. Because yeah, Roman? Uh, it's hard to Ooh. say. <laughs> Jump ship there. It's hard to say. <laughs> have you gone? To, have you gone to see any live wrestling shows in town or ever? No, not in town. In Connecticut. What what, what shows? Live shows? Pay per views? No, live shows. Connecticut, uh, yeah. which is the I'm home assuming of the old WWF. That's right. That's where you used to be in Stanford. Oh, with yeah. Bruno San Martino, right. Bob Backlund. Right. Yes. That's correct. He goes nice. back to my history. Yeah. <laughs> and if Dino Donnelly's out there listening, yeah. Yeah. I actually Score saw Bob Backlund beat superstar <laughs> Billy Graham for the title in the Garden in 1976. Garden. Right. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. Madison Square Garden was the mecca of wrestling locations. Yeah, that was a great place, like, you know, for wrestling. Did you already? Yeah. Oh, long time. Did long you see time. any matches in, in yes, the garden? I went there. Who did you see in the garden? I don't remember because I watched so many wrestling. I, I cannot remember. <laughs> Believe me. Do you ever watch it live here in town anywhere? No, not in town. Well, you got to get it. There's a lot of local promotion. SmackDown was just here a couple of Fridays ago. Yeah. Where is that? Well, SmackDown was at the the T-Mobile Arena. Arena. Well, T-Mobile Arena, right in here yep. in Las Vegas. Now they cut WWE does come here maybe once or twice a year. Okay. What do you think about maybe WrestleMania coming here to the new Allegiant Stadium someday? Uh, that would be a great thing for Las Vegas. Oh yeah, if I'm here, I'll be going. <laughs> so you're do we do we have yeah we might do we have anything for him? That, Absolutely, uh, Linda. My store manager. We're going to give you a present for yes, coming in absolutely. as a wrestling fan. Thank you yep. very much. I so, appreciate that. I'm a big fan. Oh, is this it right here? Yep. Yeah. Okay, for coming in, you get a grab bag envelope. of right. If you want to open it on camera, off camera, but you've got wrestling mm -hmm. autographed pictures in there. Wow. There's at least five of them in there. Right. Five autographed photos from wow. today and yesteryear. Yes. Chief was down here in his bag. He got uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay. And, a few, and they're all. Oh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Like, yes. you know, that was a good one, too. Yep. It was like yeah. Nick Bockwinkle in yeah. some of them. Vampiro. Uh -huh. Okay, so here, here's the thing. You guys now are permanent fans of, of Thoughts Count. Are you guys on Facebook? Okay, you can go out and like our page, our Facebook page. Thoughts then you can anywhere. share Thoughts Count anywhere. Yeah, okay. We'd love for you to stay in touch with us and come down and visit us any Wednesday right. night. Okay, no problem. Thank you for stopping by. Right. Happy happy holidays to you upcoming. All right. Okay. Thank you for happy coming holiday. in. All right. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. See, now there's a fan of pro wrestling that, that, goes, back. that goes back to the oh, – yeah. Hold on, he's going to hang himself on the wires here. <laughs> Death the by wires. We were supposed to hang. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you remember Al Snow, right? That kind of is our Al Snow, right? Guys, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you for stopping in. See, that, that's what I love, spur of the moment stuff, you know? And, and that's what he's loving. He's his, getting real close to Johnny at the moment. He's loving his head over there. But anyway, that's the power of our outside TV because they were walking by. I saw them look up. She paused for just a second, enough for me to wave him in. And Absolutely. look, we had a huge wrestling fan yep. uh, walk by. Anyway, okay, pop culture, Star Wars trailer. I'm sorry, I know we kind of stepped on the end ah, of that with having him in. All I say is go see it, watch the trailer, come down to the Boulevard Mall, go to the Galaxy Movie Theater, stop into Power Play, and we'll have Star Wars stuff in here. Absolutely. Um, all right, real quickly, pick a topic before we sign off. All right, did you guys see the... Uh SNL did a spoof of the Joker movie about how Oscar the Grouch became Oscar the Grouch. No. No, but I'm going to have to. That thing is so freaking funny. You have <laughs> to see it. Everyone out there, search it on YouTube. Oscar That's the Grouch is the Joker. I'm going to show you guys right after we done okay. doing oh, this. But absolutely. It's, it's great. You must watch it. My thought is very simple like this. Another White Castle store is opening up in Vegas. I need one in Summerlin. Enough of this stuff on the Strip. I need one up on my house because I'm not going to the Strip to get me a White Castle burger. Charmin stock is going to jump. Not only Charmin stock, but my bariatric <laughs> doctor is going to say, what the hell are you thinking? I guess it's going to be over on a Harmon in Paradise, which isn't too far from my house. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's not where the... Uh, um, it's a checkers there now. That right, the old checkers yeah, was there. Exactly. some of those old checkers stores. Stock up on toilet paper. Man, so, and, and, and acid and Pepto-Bismol. I remember Pepto when they were 15 cents. Does that age me? And for, Listen. For one of my coworkers at my other job, you know, 
That was Dirt Nom, right? <laughs> oh my God. There's one on Fremont. They ain't 15 cents no more. No, no like they're not. Four little burgers and a drink. Like I, I met you after work one time, now. and I basically, while you're, I went and grabbed uh, four burgers. I figured it'd be like less than $10. I think I broke a 50. Oh, crap. Yeah, that's uh, ridiculous. My wife and I, when we first started dating, there was a White Castle not far from her house, and our Saturday night consisted of getting a, ba- a bag of, uh, of a dozen. The, the, yeah, yeah. the dozen two cho- milkshakes now yeah. that's the worst thing you can do with white castle the milkshake is the milkshake because then it keeps all that stuff in it's like cement it's it just <laughs> hardens your arteries and your 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 bathroom ability sinks to a new low i think we just sunk to a new low i think we just sunk <laughs> to a new low so on that okay even just justin agrees with me summerlin ish that's fine all right so tonight's been a great show we want to thank everybody for watching following we appreciate your resharing to our guests that just popped in on a live show, you never know what happens, and the best part is, is he's a huge wrestling fan. Absolutely. Just out of nowhere. He follows today, but he's started 35, 30 years ago, which is tremendous. He has spanned the ages. So, gentlemen, final thoughts. Oh, by the way, let's get final thoughts from Johnny Head over there. Anything, Johnny? Nothing. That's the first word he said all night. <laughs> final thoughts before we close out there, Mr. Scott. I'm just going to toss the mic, drop it. Matt, you take over. There you go. Matt, final thoughts. Oh, Lord. Any Hope final everyone thoughts? has a great week. Follow us on all our social medias. We have some exclusive stuff coming. Oh, yeah. Some giveaways, some interviews. Keep in touch. You never know what might happen with Thoughts Count Anywhere. Make sure you follow us on our Facebook page, Thoughts Count Anywhere, because that's where all the news is happening. That's everything that we do right there. And so, <laughs> so for Johnny Head, Scott the Wolverine, for Matt, the 49er, and for yours truly, the G-Man, I am Aaron Phillips saying good night. Thank you for watching. Be sure to tune us next week, 7 p.m., right here on Facebook Live. Have a great night, everybody. Thank no you. Go Knights, go.